Hi there, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast for your ears. Going to be talking about the Foo Fighters drummer, Taylor Hawkins. It's Friday night. I had no plans to do a podcast tonight, and I get the word that Taylor Hawkins of the Foo Fighters has passed away at the age of 50. Really didn't expect to feel. I mean, I'm a fan, a fan of the band, fan of his work. I think he's a great drummer. He's one of the best out there, actually. Um, and it, he never phones it in. I mean, talk about a drummer. He exhausts me just watching him play. He's amazing. I thought it was April Fool's. I thought it was a uh, uh, promotion for their movie that's now on demand since it's a horror movie, and I think he dies in the movie. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie yet. But official statement from the band, and it's been carried by every, I posted it from Rolling Stone, but literally when I Googled it, everywhere. It was everywhere. <laughs> so if it's a mistake or a, uh, you know, a promotional ploy, I think it will backfire. But no, it, it appears to be true. Everybody's going to jump to the conclusions it was drugs, and I, that's the first thing I thought. He had problems a few years ago, but whatever it was, um. Man, Foo Fighters are a band that I tried not to like when they first came out. I was in radio, and uh, you know the drummer from Nirvana. They they pushed him at alternative radio first, and I wasn't doing an alternative station at the time, so I really wasn't paying attention. Um, they made a big deal of the Foo Fighters drummer had this new band coming out, Ray Gun on the album cover, and all that. And it wasn't until a couple years later. Um, I was working at stations in Chattanooga, and the Red Hot Chili Peppers were coming. They were headlining, and they brought the Foo Fighters. And I'm like, well, I'll go see them. I want to, you know. It was our show, the radio station show. And uh, we had just signed on an active rock station that was playing a lot of Foo Fighters. So I was getting into the Foo Fighters. And then I saw them. It blew me away. Better than the Chili Peppers. I'm a huge Chili Peppers fan. Um, they were amazing. They copied the light kit from Queen's big uh, Life Killers, that, that wall of lights. They had that behind them. I tell the story a lot. He, Dave Grohl jumped off the stage, ran up the staircase to the left, if you're looking at the stage, um, ran all the way around the concourse where they sell T-shirts and hot dogs and stuff, still playing the whole time. You could hear his guitar, wireless, and came down the opposite steps on the right side and then jumped back up on stage. The whole thing took a minute, maybe a little longer, but blew everybody's mind because you know, I hadn't seen anybody do that. You know? <laughs> I don't think anybody done this since the 70s, really. And just the sheer – I mean, I I don't think I owned any Foo Fighters albums at the time. Maybe I had one, two. I had the debut album. I, I you know, It was in my collection. Record label sent us that stuff, and I saved anything I thought was you know, going to be something. It was a drummer from the – Nirvana. It's going to be something, I guess. But after seeing them, I became a diehard fan. I've seen them many times. Matter of fact, a few years ago, they were coming back to South Florida for the first time in over a decade. And the tickets were the most expensive tickets I've ever bought. And I've seen Pink Floyd five times. Um, I, I always said I would never pay this much for, for concert tickets, and I did, to see them. And it was worth every penny. The crowd was incredible. They were incredible. They were happy to be back. It was a hot night. It, it, I mean, it was just perfect. It was it was well worth, okay, you know, paying the exorbitant price to have great seats to see that show. Absolutely 100% worth it. Lifetime memory. Abs, 
without a doubt. Every time I've seen the Foo Fighters, they put on 150%. Taylor himself puts on 150%. Think about you taking on the role of the drummer and the front man as a famous drummer. This happened in Godsmack. Sully is a he played all the drums on the original Godsmack demos. He's a drummer. That's that was his thing. Uh, the lead singer of Queensrÿche. He's a drummer. They've had to bring in a drummer. <laughs> um, and the Foo Fighters. You know, Dave Grohl is a great drummer, and they had to bring in a drummer. Can you imagine the shoes you have to fill when the the leader of the band is a well known as a great drummer? Well, Taylor stepped up to the challenge. He could also sing, um, harmonize. He's got unending energy remind me of a surfer guy who would just never stop i i don't know if it was drugs or that's just his personality but that's the one thing i remember that's always stuck out about taylor hawkins he's like always on just always i'm here let's go let's play let's you know so now i have to rent the uh the movie studio 666 i want to see the role <laughs> you know it's i was waiting for the blu-ray release because right now it's like 20 bucks to rent and you can't own it if I could own it digitally, I would, I would, I would buy it. But Taylor Hawkins gone. I. It seems like a joke. It seems like it can't be real. But like I said, it was all over, and I, I felt, I don't know, I didn't know what else to do with myself, but to talk about it a little bit. So yeah, they were a band that I, I never planned to enjoy, and and with each release, whether the record label or not, I would buy the special edition or whatever. And I remember I was getting into dual discs for a while there, the record labels releasing uh, albums. Uh, it would be CD on one side, and it'd be like DVD on the other, and you'd get a surround sound mix or a better mix or whatever, high-resolution mix. And they put out a double album at the time that was that, and it was hard to get a hold of, and I got a hold of it on eBay or whatever, and that's the collection. Um, a lot of people don't remember the acoustic tour they did with skin and bones they released a live thing for that um the blu-ray i have for live at Wembley. that's that's just how concert blu-ray should be you know it's just well filmed well done the band's on fire they had zeppelin stop by and do a couple songs it doesn't get much bigger taylor hawkins incredible career foo fighters have been on top for a while they they built it out of nothing you know his demo tapes became the band he put the band together they've toured the world um they're bigger in other countries than they are here and they're huge here um they sell lots of stuff they're like one of my friends tonight called them the last great rock band and you know i would have to agree i can't think of too many others that have gotten to this level or will get to this level anytime soon you know Maybe it, at the time, Disturbed or Godsmack or one of those might have gotten there, but they're not. Um, anyway, big Foo Fighters fan will be interesting to see. I think, honestly, I was thinking about this, like what people are going to ask me. I work in rock radio, so somebody's going to say, what do you think they should do? Should they break up? Foo Fighters have always been a Dave Grohl project, so no, I don't think they will break up. I really don't. But I think to satisfy the fans, at least for a while, he would have to play drums. <laughs> I think that would be the only thing uh, that would make everybody happy, at least for one album. Or for, um, one of my favorite bands is this Polish band, Riverside, and all of a sudden their guitar player passed away. And he's like the David Gilmore of Polish music. He's, he's just an incredible guitar player. And it was natural causes. He just didn't wake up one morning. And so they had already begun work on a new album, and, and you know they were kind of peaking as a band. So the leader, bass player, played guitar on the album. 
And when they toured, they brought in a guy who now a couple years later they've made a member of the band. But, you know, I think that's sometimes the only way. If somebody in the band can, can take over the role. And Dave would get behind the drum kit when Taylor would step out front to sing one of the songs he wrote or whatever, or they do a cover. So it's totally feasible. I know the reason why Dave's out front is because he likes playing guitar, he likes being a front man. But, you know, the fans don't want to see a guest drummer immediately after. And I'm sure they've got tour dates and stuff. So I, if I had to place money, I would think at least for the first year, Dave Grohl will probably play drums in the band uh, until they bring in somebody else. Uh, eventually, they would bring in somebody else. Or maybe not. Maybe they'll become something else. I don't know. I think the Foo Fighters are big enough. They can survive this. Um, they just have to be careful not to alienate the fan base. And I think that's what you do. You have Dave play. And he can sing and play at the same time. He's done it before. Maybe not the whole show, but I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. It's very, very sad. Um, his music will live forever. I put on a – there's a recording on YouTube. I posted it. Uh, from Lollapalooza in Chile or something a couple days ago. The band's on fire. They sound great, you know. He's got a tiny little kit. This guy, he's got all the money. He could have the biggest drum kit. You know, he could have a Neil Peart of Rush giant drum kit, but he doesn't. He's snare, tom, cymbal. <laughs> it's a pretty simple kit, um, and he's just given it a 1,000%. He's just an amazing performer, uh, an athletic artist. Anyway, Taylor Hawkins passed away today. Shocking. Whenever we find out what the answer is, it doesn't really matter. It's it's sad that he's gone. Um, but I'll be listening to a lot of Foo Fighters over the weekend. Hope you will, too. Scott Hamilton, Rockfile here on the eve of Taylor Hawkins passing. Hit me a little harder than I thought. Had to lay it down on, on digital. There you go. My links are below. Have a spectacular weekend. Listen to lots of Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters.